This is Coach Mike, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia, Tennessee. We are brought to you by Caledonian Financial. Man, me and Mike are on location today. Mike, where are we at again? We're at Mount Pleasant Middle School. I, I don't know the whole big okay, long called, spiel for it. but It is Mount Pleasant Middle School of the Visual and Performing there we go. Arts. Man, good job, Jack. Thank you. And that was leading to my next sentence was, welcome to the show, Mr. Eric Harvey. Eric has invited us to Mount Pleasant Middle School to talk about something very cool. Eric, you are a fifth grade, um, what is it, fifth grade social studies teacher here at Mount Pleasant Middle School, right? Yes, sir. I've been here. I've been in Murray County for 21 years, and all 21 of those years have been right here at Mount Pleasant Middle School. And most of those years. You obviously uh, didn't coach. Yeah. <laughs> well, I did early. And, and then, then, got, I, then, and then you got smart. Yep. And then I was like, yep, I'm done. I'm going to go home at night. You'd stay in one place for a long time. time. Yeah. Did you go yeah. to school here? No, I uh, grew up in Alabama. And um, there were no jobs there when I graduated from college. Uh, everybody was retiring and doing the drop. So uh, nobody was really retiring. And so I didn't know anybody in Mount Pleasant. And... Uh, just happened to apply in Murray County and got an interview here in November of that first year and fell in love with the school and been here ever since. Yeah, I, I really like coming out to the Mount Pleasant area. They call it the Mount because you have the Mount Pleasant High School, the middle school, and the elementary school in close, close proximity of each right. other. And it's just a really cool atmosphere out here. I usually yeah. have a lot of fun when I come out here. I've been to a lot of uh, field dedications. In fact, mm-hmm. the most recent one was your softball field, right? Yes, correct. Uh, named after uh, Andre Baker, a uh, longtime coach here at Mount Pleasant Middle School, girls softball. And, um, you know, we he built the field, and so we felt it certainly needed to be uh, named after him, and so yeah, we, that was, we had a that, great ceremony. That that day. was a great ceremony. A little on the chilly side that day. A little. I, I think um, <laughs> <laughs> Mike says a little. It was probably forty degrees with a breeze, and it was supposed to be sixty something. Yeah. And so everybody kind of dressed for, hey, it's going to be warm today, and, and it didn't turn out to be warm. Yeah, so. it was but not warm at all. It was such a great event. It was. It great. was middle school softball weather. I can <laughs> yeah. you. Nothing like it, right? Yeah. yeah. Best drought buster in the world to start middle school baseball and softball season. <laughs> You're exactly right. <laughs> yeah, guaranteed to rain. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Mr. Harvey, tell me a little bit why, and our listening audience, you've already told us a little bit about yourself. Tell us why you invited us out to Mount Pleasant Middle School today. So in the Harvey History Classroom, we always try to um, do lessons, uh, content in social studies that makes it interesting for kids, you know. Um, when we were in school, you know, social studies was the teacher saying, all right, here's these vocabulary words, (laughs) write them, what, five times each, look them up, read this text and answer these questions at the end. And here are these names and these dates and these places on the board. And yeah, you need to learn where those are. You need to know them by tomorrow. Yeah. So, and that was pretty much it. (laughs) History was kind of just what it was. It was. It was a history there, class. There was nothing interesting about right. it. Right. And so, uh, as soon, you know, kind of the segue from when I started here, uh, I, I went through those survival years, and just a couple of years after getting my feet established here and 
kind of figuring things out. Um, I'm a really creative guy, and so I started on, you know, thinking of what kind of projects could we do um, to make things more interesting, you know, to get buy-in from the kids so that they're getting experiences um, that they wouldn't get anywhere else and to make history kind of come alive to them. And so over the last, you know, I guess 18 years, um, I've been focusing on refining my craft to to really provide unique opportunities to the kids uh, so that they can not just remember the dates and the names and the places, but make it where it comes alive to them. And so one of those such uh, projects that we did when we were studying the Roaring Twenties, um, we did, uh, you know, I designed the lesson, uh, created the content, uh, the kids worked through the content, through the lesson plan that I created uh, in what's called a hyperdoc. So it's a, a Google Doc, basically, that has all of the links, all the assignments, everything that the kids need. Uh, you know, it's got text, it's got questions, it's got uh, links to vocabulary places, it's got uh, links to videos that they need to watch. So it's like a lesson plan, unit plan, all in one document that the kids can access and work through at their own pace. And so they're working through this, and then we always, uh, you know, because we're a STEAM campus, so science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. So in the history classroom, we we try to uh, throw ourselves in there as well. I guess we make it STEAM or something like that. (laughs) Um, And so we're always trying to include those PBL elements. Uh, And so in this one, we tried to do uh, living history, I guess it was as it would be called, around the Roaring Twenties. And so the kids, after they worked through those lessons, um, their project was to create a Roaring Twenties radio show, just like if we were growing up in the 1920s and WSM came on the airwaves, you know, we're doing a radio show just like people would have heard back in the 1920s. And so the kids had to... Divide up into groups, which we have groups in here anyway, but the kids divided up into groups. Uh, They had to choose a song uh, that went along with the standard. Uh, So in the fifth grade social studies standard, you've got Bessie Smith, W.C. Handy, the Carter family, uh, the first family of country music. You've got uh, the Grand Ole Opry, you know, those musical uh, parts of the standards uh, that we cover in fifth grade social studies. Uh, The Impact Tennessee uh, the Tennessee music industry. Uh, so they had to choose a song from one of those artists. Each group did. Uh, then they had to research the song, like when it was written, who wrote it, when it was recorded, all those kind of uh, things that somebody at a radio station, if you're a DJ, you're saying, up next we've got so-and-so singing this. This song was written in 19-whatever. and you know, So the kids had to go through that. Uh, they also had to choose a Roaring Twenties radio, like a Roaring Twenties product. So... You know, with the TVA and other electrical places being established uh, throughout the country, electricity is starting to be used uh, during this time. And so you've got all of these new appliances that people are buying. So the kids had to choose an appliance, you know, a refrigerator, a vacuum, uh, those kinds of things, a radio. You know, Uh, the kids had to choose one of those items, and then they had to research how much one of the items would have cost in the 1920s. Uh, and then one of the other standards that goes along with that is uh, the creation of installment plans. So the kids had to understand what an installment plan was, and then we had to go through 
uh, and they had to set up payments uh, so for their commercial. And so they created a commercial around uh, each product. They created a, uh, you know, a cash price, and then they also had to create an installment plan price. Uh, and then with, the, with any PBL, uh, well, before I say that, uh, the third thing they had to do was we had to have some breaking news items. So one of the other standards that we cover with social studies during this time period is, uh, and of course, Black Tuesday, the stock market crash, and then also uh, Charles Lindbergh uh, in the spirit of St. Louis flying across the Atlantic. So we had some breaking news items where they broke in. Uh, breaking news, breaking news. We go to our, live to our reporter, Hello. Elijah, <coughs> you know, uh, on location, and then Elijah comes in and talks about, you know, the breaking news. And then, uh, as with any PBL-type experience, there's got to be a public performance, you know, some kind of public uh, concept there. Uh, and so we, I reached out to my buddy Greg Combs at WXRQ, the radio station here in Mount Pleasant, and uh, I was like, hey, this is what we're doing. Would you be willing to broadcast this for us? And he was absolutely, I would love to. And so without any sponsors, you know, he just took the that valuable airtime that pays his bills and he gave it to the kids for that day uh, and then also posted the uh, links on his website so that parents could listen in live. And then the ones that, you know, couldn't listen live, they could always go back and listen. Uh, I got a question. Did yeah. Were you actually live that day? We were. Oh, like, wow. well, That's so much fun. We, uh, and so, well, it, it wasn't really live. I, I guess like I a delay. Yeah. Well, we recorded it in our recording studio. Okay. All right. So then we, I sent all the files to him and then he broadcasted, uh, during each class. So it was all kind of like, I guess it was recorded previously recorded tape delay. Yeah. Yeah. But like a was, delay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty much uh, what we do with and, this show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, and then I've got that antique radio over there in the corner. Nice. Uh, and so we just kind of gathered around in that corner. Just Almost like, like a, in the twenties, yeah, like a fireside yeah. chat. We sat around and listened uh, to the radio show as it was being broadcast, and I mean, just to see the look on their faces, it was awesome. It was worth everything. Yeah, I had, uh, in in setting this play up or setting these plays up, did you were you did you have a chance to listen to some recorded to some original plays from the listening 20s? from the twenties or, or something to get to get an idea of what it, what it would sound like the pace and stuff like that um we did listen to to the music and um we talked about the commercials uh we didn't listen to any any uh like the the actual radio plays or anything like that uh but we did listen to some of the music uh from there and and it kind of planned it around the music since that was like the big part of the standard um but yeah it, it was so much fun uh it was good to be back in the studio uh, with the kids. Um, my high school classes, mm-hmm. you know, I, I taught uh, English in, in high school, and we did a similar, uh, when we got through with all our major stuff that we had to get done, we would listen to uh, 1938's War of the Worlds by Orson Welles. Oh, yeah. And uh, then... We would break them up into groups, and each little group had to produce their own radio play disaster. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, and uh, and I said, make it as funny or as serious as you want it. Uh, 
you know, I, I think I got killed six times in, in, in groups. <laughs> uh, but uh, it was, uh, you know, an invasion of a classroom or something. You know, and mm-hmm. they got as far-fetched, you know, the peanut butter and jelly invaders. Yes. And, and stuff. But uh, and but what? they learned. They had to turn in a tape, oh, a wow. tape recording, and then we just plugged it in, and we played it like a radio. Yeah. And so they had to do their uh, sound effects, their timing, their... Their announcements, like you said, on some mm. on the spot reporters and and yeah. stuff like that as well. So, uh, you getting a head start, you know, getting them started this early on it and, and stuff. Uh, it's uh, honestly this helped me quite a bit in in actually taking over. You know, this is this is my retirement gig since I retired from teaching. Yeah, and doing those units actually helped me kind of prepare myself for. For doing it for real. Now. Yeah. That's <laughs> and, awesome. and one thing you might want to know about Mike is he's one of those breaking news reporters. I've heard him on the air one time out in Kalioka one day. Breaking news <laughs> and something was going on. I won't, I won't even repeat what it was, but it was yeah. really fun to hear Mike out there doing breaking yeah, they, news. They kind of sent me off on a tangent on, oh, on location <laughs> reporting. Huh? Yeah, it was. Um, you know, it's really great that you're doing this radio show and you're teaching the students this. They're not just learning history. They're, lo- they're making history, doing things like literally making history by being on the radio. That'll be archived for a long time. Now, Eric, you brought some students with you today. In fact, we're in your classroom, and and we've got, what, 20, 30 students here? Yeah, yeah. And Uh, they're being really great. They are. They're keeping quiet while we're recording the radio show. But you brought a couple students here to talk to us. Would you like to introduce the the first student here? Absolutely. So I've got uh, Gabby. Uh, Say hi, Gabby. Hi. Hi, Gabby. How are you today? I'm doing good. Man, it's so nice to have you on the show. I don't think I've had a fifth grader on the show yet, so you'll be the first fifth grader to be on the Big Yellow School Bus. We're so happy to have you. Um, it must be a, a lot of fun being in a class with Mr. Harvey. Yeah. Mr. Harvey, what was it that Gabby and you got, and her team did for their show? I know some of them were called different things. I know Roaring Twenties might have been the one that... Yeah, so the Roaring Twenties was just kind of like a... What the you know it was the Roaring Twenties radio pro, uh, show. Okay, uh, but each group got to create their own radio show name, and okay. so uh, this class's uh, radio show was the Classics. Yeah, the Classics the, Radio Show. The Classics Radio Show. Did yeah. you have fun doing it? I, I can only imagine you got to you got to actually say hi instead of shaking your head yes. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> they can't see us. We don't record a, a video. Um, thankfully, um, just audio. Um, so you had fun doing the class. Um, did you have an integral part in it? Did you speak on the radio? Only my name. Just your name? Yeah. All right. Um, just got a message handed to me. It's like breaking news. Breaking yeah, news. Not breaking, really news breaking news. But anyway, <laughs> um, so. Eric, you brought another guest today. Yeah, I want to make sure we each get equal airtime here. And who else do you have with you? So today? I've got Elijah. Say hi, Elijah. Hi. Hey, Elijah. How's it going today? Good. I already heard you say his name once when you were talking about some of the stuff that you guys did to, to make this show happen. Elijah, did you have a good time being on the radio? Mm-hmm. Yes. Did you get to speak? Um, I was the like. I was the reporter who was um, talking about Charles Lindbergh flying across the You Atlantic. did the breaking news. Mm-hmm. Mike, he's right up your alley, man. That's you're, right. You're, you're right. going to need him when he gets older and he wants to do we've radio. Got, we got a spot. We got an intern spot waiting for you. That's okay? right. That's, yeah. I already got an internship as a fifth grader, Elijah. Fifth grade intern. Doesn't that sound like fun? Maybe. It Maybe. doesn't pay anything, <laughs> It do doesn't you know pay that, anything. Do you know what that means? Like somebody who's 
like they're in the job, but they're not fully like. I don't know how to describe yeah, it. Yeah, that, like, that's right. You have, a better, job, you have a better idea what an intern is than most of the not, interns we get. <laughs> <laughs> in the job, but not fully, and you don't get paid. Yeah. You just do it because you want to learn the, the profession itself, and so you intern to get an idea how to do it. Yeah. Sounds like fun, doesn't it? Kind of, but kind then if you're not getting paid, it's kind of ah. like... <laughs> 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 Man, yes, he is. You teach economics here, too? <laughs> <laughs> well, you said they had to figure out the um, cost and, and everything associated with something. So that's all part of this um, Roaring Twenties show, radio show. And yours was the classics. Were you also part of the classics? Um, yes. So each different um, period had their different like radio show. Okay. So then ours was the classics, and it like it was different, but like um, where you were talking about like the um, items we had, we. Like the way we can I say like the way we did it kind of yeah yeah go so for it. we um like we had to get the price of the product at that time and like either split it up how in between like how many months you had to pay for it with the installment plan or like um and then so like say I'm trying to think of a way to do it so if like say something was like two hundred dollars or. No, I'm trying to think of a way. So, like, say something <laughs> yeah. was, like, 600, $600. So then you'd have to pay, like, $50 for, like, 12 months or something like there that. There you go. Yeah. yeah, that would pay for the $600. He's also good at math. Yeah. So, and we also talked about, you know, how the the stores like to do the installment plans. Why did, why did the stores like to do the installment plan, Gabby? Well, like, if they didn't have, like, the money to pay it they did an installment plan so they can progressively pay it mm-hmm. yeah I, I would assume that if you did a payment plan you could sell more products because people didn't have to pay all the money up front yeah and they could afford to make a payment but they couldn't afford the the whole cost yeah so i may not have six hundred dollars but i have that fifty dollars every month to be able to pay for that product and then you know we and we had discussions around why the businesses liked it you know um, because if something was $200, the business wouldn't actually charge $200 if they did in the installment plan. You know, they're going to wind up call, uh, charging $300, so they make a little extra money on it, you know, because basically they're giving them a a way to take it home today and pay a little as you go, and so paying, that's not free. Paying for the time. Yeah, yeah. So now, Let me ask a question. In the Roaring Twenties time period, I haven't been in school a long time. I haven't been in history in a long time. Did they have televisions back then? They did not. So Uh, radio was your primary source of receiving cool information, right? It was. And that was even in the uh, hyperdoc where we They're fine. The bell just rang, and so classes were ready to go. If you hear some background noise here, it's time to shift classes for a little bit. um, We're about ready to go to break anyway, so I'm going to go to break. I want to thank... Gabby and Elijah for coming on the show. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you uh, being on the Big Yellow School Bus. So with that said, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back after a word from our sponsors. Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools will be right back after these messages from our sponsors. Hey. 
Hey, this is Brenda Lynn Allen, and you are tuned in to 101.7 FM WKOM, Columbia, Tennessee. For 60 years, people have shopped Parks Motor Sales to get the best vehicles and the best service. ParksMotorSales.com has details on new Buicks, certified pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, financing, certified technicians, parts, tires, and much more. Stop by 919 Nashville Highway, take a Buick for a test drive, and learn why the Buick Encore and Buick Enclave are among America's most reliable vehicles. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor Sales. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Our company, The Garbage Man Incorporated, has been advertising on WKOM and WKRM for years now, and as a result, our company has really grown. Now we're looking for young, healthy, hardworking people to grow with us. We are in need of drivers and helpers. We pay serious money. So if you like outside work and want to work for a great local company, call me at 931-540-0919 and let's talk. Hi, this is Dr. Wendy Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Most chronic back problems are caused by compression from the disc becoming thinner and bulging as we get older. All we have to do is treat the disc by gently decompressing the spine. You may not have to rely on dangerous drugs, risky injections, and often unnecessary surgeries. If you are experiencing neck, back, hip, or leg pain, it's likely we can help you. Initial exam and x-rays, $39. Call me painfree.com or 615-551-9224. Columbia Foodland is a locally owned and operated family grocery store with a full line of dry, dairy, frozen, meat, and produce items. We focus on keeping the freshest hand-cut meat and produce items daily with the most competitive prices in town. We offer weekly ad specials as well as in-store weekly specials throughout the store. Located at 427 West 7th Street in Columbia in the former Harris Foodland location. Columbia Foodland. We are here and ready to serve the wonderful people of Columbia and the surrounding areas. Every morning, I park my car across the street from my business, and I can't wait to get in there. That's pretty common for small business owners. We have the added satisfaction, however, of guiding hundreds of families with their retirement, education, savings, and general investments. We're a locally owned business that tries very hard to simplify a complicated world. This is Monty Sneed from Caledonian Financial in Historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. The NASCAR Cup Series. Kyle Busch will pull away by a car length over Larson. Heads to Kansas Speedway. Kyle Larson looking in the rearview mirror says, I need to get out of here and I need to get out of here quick. For a showdown in the Sunflower State. Three wide from third on back as up front. Here comes Kyle Busch. He's going to steal it this afternoon in Kansas. It's the Advent Health 400. 1 p.m. Sunday, May 15th on WKOM 101.7 FM. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. 
Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast on WKOM 101.7. We are brought to you by Caledonian Financial. If you've been listening to the show already, you've got a good idea what we're doing. We are on location at Mount Pleasant Middle School of the Visual and Performing Arts. Boy, that's a mouthful. Every time. That's why most of us just the, say, most of us just say Mount Pleasant Middle School. Middle School, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, in fact, after we introduced the, show, the where we were at, well, that's all we said the, re, the remainder of the first 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, so we are here with um, Mr. Eric Harvey. He is the fifth-grade social studies teacher at Mount Pleasant Middle School. And we are in his classroom. We're in his second classroom. We've switched students now, and we have a, a different group of students. There's about 20 or 30 students in here again. They're all listening to us do the radio show and really, really doing a great job. They're doing their work, and we also have another couple guests. We had two on earlier. We had Gabby and Elijah. They did a great job. Thank you for bringing those, Mr. Harvey. Yes, sir. Um, Mr. Harvey, catch up our audience and um, our new students here on the show, what we're doing and what what we're talking about. So we're talking about the Roaring Twenties radio show that uh, each of my classes uh, created. Uh, back when we were studying the Roaring Twenties uh, a few weeks back. And uh, each group had to choose a song and from the Roaring Twenties uh, that was recorded or would have been played in the 1920s. Uh, and they had some different options. They could have chosen a song from the Grand Ole Opry, from WSM, from the Carter family, from W.C. Handy or Bessie Smith. Uh, then the kids had to research a Roaring Twenties product, product uh, that would have been sold back then, and they had to write a commercial, including setting up an installment plan for payments on credit. Uh, and then they had some breaking news items they had to cover. And then we threw them all of that. We threw all of that together and uh, put it into a file. Wound up being each show was about 15 minutes long, and then we sent that to WXRQ, the radio station, the AM radio station here in Mount Pleasant. And you you sent me the links to the the recordings. I did, yeah. and those are okay to share publicly, right? They, they are. I'll they just are. put them on the uh, Big Yellow School Bus um, on the Murray County um, page, district page, and murrayk twelve dot org. I'll go ahead and throw them on there on the Big Yellow School Bus page for a while, so people, anybody wants to hear what the fifth grade class in Mount Pleasant Middle School did, they can just go on there and listen. They can go and experience the awesome job that the kids did. And here's here's something we didn't really talk about in the the first 20 minutes. Um, so most of the listeners for the show were listeners through iHeartRadio and TuneIn Radio, those online platforms where, uh, you know, people are listening through their computer at work or whatever. We sent out messages to all the parents, um, you know, for weeks leading up to this. Absolutely. I, I, was, I was messaging parents and letting them know, hey, this is the date, this is the time. Uh, and so locally, uh you know, of course, we had people listening on the air, uh, you know, in their car and stuff. But then you also have um, the ones that listened online at work in Murray County. Uh, there were somewhere around 250 people per show that were listening. Nice. Uh, the beauty of the the system that they use at WXRQ is it, it goes out to iHeartRadio and TuneIn Radio and all those apps. Uh, and across the country, there were 41,000 people listening to our shows. Did you hear that? Wow, that's a lot of people. 
and then worldwide. Like this just figure just blows me away, Jack. Six point eight million people were listening to yeah. our show wow. on that day. That's exciting to think that a small broadcast in Mount Pleasant, Tennessee, could be listened to by people across the globe. Yeah. But that's the touch they have nowadays. You know, and this show becomes a podcast. We are originally aired as a radio show. We're on Mondays at 4 p.m. on 101.7 WKOM. So if you're traveling down the road, you can listen to us on the radio. It's about an hour show with some commercials mixed in. And then it turns into a podcast. Mm-hmm. So you can catch it anytime you want. In fact, Mike Lyle puts the podcast online, and they use a service that it makes sure the podcast is available all over the place. So yeah. it's it's a really cool that you could have that kind of outreach from a fifth-grade classroom about social studies and making social studies come to life with actually enacting the Roaring Twenties radio show. Right, right. And what's really neat with – with Greg uh, at the radio station is he's constantly tracking who is listening where. And so we were heard in over 99 countries around the world. So I don't of, even know if the Big Yellow School Bus is getting that kind of coverage. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, that's, that's, that's pushing us a little bit now. I do know that occasionally we will reach out. With, uh, I have been told uh, we've received some calls and stuff about getting uh, responses from Australia yeah. and New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, it's so it's so, so easy to but touch, it is reaching out now. Yeah, it's so easy to touch the other side of the planet, literally, because of technology and and the ability to archive and create podcasts. Mm-hmm. And what's really cool with that is like there are and Greg and I, as we were planning this out, he he was really talking to me about you know what what they do at the radio station, but like you know it's a Christian uh, music radio station, and so. Um, there are churches in Africa uh, where the only radio in that com- in that village or in that community is at the church. And what I told these kids was, like, when they're listening here, all the way ac- around the world in Africa, there are communities and villages that are inside a church listening to that program, and they're learning to speak English by listening to this radio program, you know, listening to... I can see that. You know, yeah. uh, so, you know, Greg and I kind of joke about, uh, you know, they're getting a Tennessee Southern dialect over there, <laughs> uh, and they're saying, y'all... Getting a Southern twang. That's right, that's <laughs> y'all. right. Y'all. You know. So, so, Eric, I mentioned that you brought some other students with you for the second half of the show. Could you introduce your first student, please? Absolutely. So we have Micah. Say hi, Micah. Hi. Hey, Micah. How's it going? Good. Thanks for coming on the Big Yellow School Bus. Um, I bet you really had a good time being a part of the radio show. I understand you did something really important on the show. Mm-hmm. What did you do? Um, so when it was time for our song, I had introduced it and talked about W.C. Handy from the blues. Cause that that's the is song we so cool. W.C. Handy is so much a part of history and music right now, today even. And that's very cool that you had that opportunity to introduce such a big part of history and be on the radio show. Did you have fun? Yeah, a lot. A lot? I like that. We have a future radio star here. He said he liked it and a lot. And so, Micah, that's very cool. And you have another guest here. Don't go away, Micah. We're going to talk to you a little bit more. So this is Kiari. Hi. Hi, Kiari. Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus. 
How are you? Good. Good. Glad to have you on here. Kiari. Kiari. That's a pretty name. And I had to spell it out so I know how to say it exactly. Um, what did you do on the uh, radio show, on the in the Roaring Twenties radio show? I introduced Elijah to um, tell him, uh, like, lead him to the song. And Elijah was on the show in the in the first part. In the first segment, yeah. Yeah, and we talked to him a little bit about what he did and how much fun he had. Um, how did you enjoy, did you enjoy doing the radio show? Mm-hmm. Is it something you think you could do again? I don't know. Well, you're doing it again <laughs> right now. <laughs> So it's exciting to know that you are doing it again right now, and we really appreciate you doing it. Um, Mr. Harvey, it's it's so cool that fifth graders are having this opportunity to learn and be a part of such a thing called radio. Mm-hmm. I don't think I was ever introduced to anything, opportunity like that when I was young. And you guys were talking during the break about school and how it was when we were younger. Things have really gotten um, so much different. They're, they're so high-tech and everything. Well, you know... So many jobs in our future, you know, when these kids are older and are joining the workforce, uh, I can't remember the percentage, but it's like half of the jobs that these kids will be working in haven't even been created yet. Yeah. You know? And so we have to do our job prepare as teachers to prepare them for whatever may come, you know. And with the the explosion of YouTube and Twitch and all of these streaming platforms where kids – can start their own streaming thing of, you know, whether they're watching movies and they're streaming themselves or they're playing games and streaming themselves uh, or creating a podcast or a radio show and streaming. You know, we've got to prepare them for that future because, I mean, I'm a gamer myself. So, like, if if I had known back then, I might be a gamer instead of a teacher making, <laughs> making hundreds of thousands. I was going to say they're making some real money right now. <laughs> let's do, uh, let's do, talk a little bit about the. There's a program here at Mount Pleasant, and I believe it involves the middle and the high school, right? Mm-hmm. And yes, it's the a e-sport. gaming program. Tell yeah. us, tell our listening audience a little bit about that. Okay, so because I knew uh, you were involved in that, I am uh, one of the one of the many hats I try to wear. I guess uh, we do. Uh, we have an esports program uh, first in the county and. We kind of built it up this year. Uh, in the fall, we did a Rocket League, uh, and which is a rocket. Uh, the kids are on a team of three, uh, and they're driving rocket-powered cars, and they're playing soccer because it's a giant soccer ball inside a uh, stadium. Uh, and basically, you're, you're just flying around or driving around trying to get the ball in the goal to score. And you're competing against other teams online, right? Yes. So we're playing against other high schools and other middle schools from around uh, the central time zone. So we were playing, and it was kind of neat, like just our first experiences, you know, because we're doing it right after school. um, And we're playing teams from Canada that are, you know, kind of like Hogwarts, you know, Harry Potter world. You know, they're, they're living at the school. They're eating at the school. You know, they live at the school, right. you know, uh, year-round. And and they have certain times, like I was looking at one of the schools we were playing. Like, they play at 4 p.m. Central with us, but their practice is like at 7 o'clock at night after supper. You know, that's hmm. when they practice. So I'm guessing that because they're more involved in it and they live in their school and all that kind of stuff, they were probably doing this a little bit longer and were more prepared. They were, but hey, 
even though they were. I read the I read the newspaper article, and you guys did really well. We against did. Them. We we made it to the playoffs first season. Uh, we made it to the third round of the playoffs. So we actually won a couple of games. So we have some uh, talented gamers here in this we area. We do. We really do. And um, you know, we started with just Rocket League uh, in the fall. In the spring, we continued with Rocket League. Uh, but then we added some more games. This spring we added uh, NBA 2K22, which is NBA basketball. Uh, and I had, I think, four or five high school players that joined there. Uh, won a few games, lost a few games. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's really about, you know, the experience of it. Getting kids excited about coming to school because if you don't make the grades, you don't get to play. Right. So we, you know, we throw all these experiences at the kids to try and get them excited about coming to school, so they enjoy being here because it gives them something to look forward to. Even though they may not be bought into the class that they're in, we've got something to offer them that hopefully captures their attention and and gives them that motivation. I think one thing it also helps a lot, uh, both with your fifth grade class your high school group playing those games doing the radio shows and and stuff that you did is is increasing a global awareness of of their of their possible influence yeah uh with the technology we have today uh we can be talking you and i can be sitting here two and a half feet from each other Mm -hmm. and have a real-time conversation with somebody in australia or you know somebody in africa yeah. At the you know, as long as they're up and have a have the hookup to us, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's sometimes kind of mind blowing. You realize how how quickly we our influence, how quickly our voices can travel around the world. Yeah. Do esports have that feature mm-hmm. where you're talking to the opponents. We we did. Uh, that was one of our goals this first year uh, was to set up an actual Twitch stream, and so um, we were able to do that uh, with a an old recording studio computer that I had. Uh, we hooked up uh, some HDMI capture cards and then, you know, ran the consoles in there. And so uh, I had parents that were watching at home. You know, their kids are uh, – I've got a fireman here in Mount Pleasant. He was watching from the fire department while his kid was here playing after school, and he's texting me, man, that's awesome, you know. Yeah. And so um, – but then that's part of the whole structure of eSports is like – you record yourself when you're playing, and then you upload that. Uh, and we haven't got to that point yet. We're, we're, we've got the stream figured out. Mm-hmm. Our next step uh, next year will be to uh, actually well, Let me ask you know, Micah a question. Micah, do you like playing video games? Yeah, Would lot. you like to get into the eSports? Yes. Are you currently, have you ever tried it? Um, no, but I would like to. You'd like to? What's your favorite video game? Um, probably Apex or Call of Duty. Call of Duty. I have played Call of Duty with my grandson. We actually have a good time with that game. It's very intense. It's. I don't last very long. He's much better than me, of course, but um, <laughs> I still have fun trying to play it. Um, same question for you, Kiari. Do you like video games? A little bit. A little bit. Do you have a favorite game that you like to play? What is it? Fortnite. Fortnite. Okay, now you're talking my language because me and my grandson have Fortnite accounts and we play it all the time. In fact, for Christmas, we bought him Fortnite money. V-Bucks. What's it called? V-Bucks. V-Bucks, yeah. I bought him mm-hmm. some V-Bucks and I think he thought that was the best Christmas gift ever. Ever. You were you won prize. <laughs> yeah. Granddad of the year. Didn't yeah, because and, and 
I wasn't the only one that bought him one, so he had a couple of these cards. And <laughs> he, he bugged me for the next, I don't know, we opened gift, and, and he bugged me for the next half hour. Can I do Can I put him on there? Can I put him on there? Well, <laughs> hang on, let me. Because, um, you know, of course, I have to put in a password when he started yeah. wanting to spend yeah. money and stuff. Um, so that was a lot of fun. So Fortnite is interesting because there's so many different worlds in Fortnite, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Have you played Fortnite? Um, Yes. What's your favorite world in Fortnite? Do you remember, Kiari? It's just solo. Solo? I like doing solo. How, how many like wins? Fun. How many wins have you gotten, Kiari? Only one. One. Well, you've got one more than I have. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I like to follow my grand my grandson around because he creates things and he, he's all so creative. And I think he's in the same grade as you guys. He's in fifth grade, and he really loves to play in the Fortnite and stuff. <coughs> so was. Gaming and being on the radio similar? Um, yeah, because like you were talking to each other like right now, yeah. uh, we would be in the game. Yeah, because Fortnite and these games have the capability to talk to people. And, and, and I was in my grandson's room, and I was like, who are you talking to? And he says, shh, I'm playing a game. And he, <laughs> he had the headset with the microphone on, yeah. and he was talking to somebody <laughs> in the game. I thought that was kind of interesting because that is something I hadn't done. Yeah, and so I learned that that was available where you could actually talk to people. Um, it's a lot of fun. Did you enjoy being on the radio, Kiari? Mm-hmm. Would you do it again? Mm-hmm. All right, I like that because radio is so much fun. You can reach out to so many people, and in the Roaring Twenties, they didn't have television, they didn't have cell phones, they didn't have electronic devices, they didn't have gaming machines. What everybody conversed around and got around was the radio. Like the the cut the old fashioned radio over there in the corner of your classroom, when it became radio hour, everybody would gather around and listen to the Roaring Twenties radio show. And so, what you did is you created a part of history. What you did is going to be shared and listened to around the world, and that's the power of radio. Yeah, it is so cool. It can be archived and nowadays. It can be podcast. It can be put online. It can be listened to everywhere. It's a lot of fun. I'm so happy to know that we have fifth graders at Mount Pleasant Middle School of the Visual and Performing Arts on the radio today, right now, in this world, creating radio shows. It's a lot of fun. Mr. Harvey, this was awesome experience to come in here and actually have some fifth grade students on the Big Yellow School Bus. I think it's a first for us to have this young caliber of students on the show wow you guys knocked it out of the park i want to thank you for being on the show and for talking to us um i'm sure people are listening and going no they're not in fifth grade but you guys are and you did did really good so i appreciate it and everybody in the classroom that is being quiet while we're taping the radio show thank you also for um your cooperation and and letting us record the show in your classroom. Yeah, we don't get to do this in front of a studio audience very much. <laughs> we don't. Usually we don't. we're in a little tiny room. And we can yeah. say live in front of a studio audience, but yeah. we just tape the show, so we're not actually reco- on the air live. Um, so it's been um, very interesting. We have to go to break here in a minute, and I want to thank you again for coming on the show. Mr. Harvey, you'll be with us after the break. So we were gonna, we're going to take a break and get a word from our sponsors. So we'll be back in just a moment.
Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools will be right back after these messages from our sponsors. If you're in the market for a new home or your dream home, go with a lender you can count on for competitive rates. Over 300 loan products and thousands of loan consultants to help make sure you get the home and the mortgage that you want. Call now to see if you're pre-approved. 866-888-LOAN. 866-888-LOAN. Or go to LoanDepot.com. Loan Depot, where home means everything. Rates are subject to change. Equal housing opportunity lender. NMLS number 174457. Licensed in all 50 states. Progressive is America's number one motorcycle insurer, so we understand motorcycles. No, really, we have a bike translator. Okay, so this bike says she is struggling with her place in the motorcycle community. Well, she says she hasn't peaked yet, but she's having a little epiphany. Okay. Oh, that maybe life itself is the peak. Hmm, interesting. In my experience, I found that... So I just translate. Not allowed to have opinions. Got it. Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. Does it really matter where you get your jewelry repaired? Of course it does. When you take your jewelry to a hometown jeweler, you build trust. Hello, I'm Rick Tillis, owner of Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia. I started as a goldsmith 30 years ago, and because of my experience and our staff, we ensure all repairs are completed to the highest of expectations. So yes, it does matter who repairs your jewelry. And if you are in need of any type of jewelry repair, please stop by for a free consultation. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hey folks, this is Chandler Anderson from the Right Care Clinics, our Right Care Primary Care Clinic that's open 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Thursday. And the Kroger Shopping Center now has a new primary care provider, Miss Terry Locker. You may know her from Columbia State or the Murray Regional Medical Center ER. If you are tired of being rushed in and out of your primary care provider's office, come see Terry. She's going to sit down with you, treat you like family, and get your health care needs under control. Right Care Primary Care open 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Thursday. I'll never forget the day I decided to go out for the football team. Mr. Banks, the JV football coach and my history teacher, asked me to stay after class. I thought I was in trouble. He said, hey, Darius, have you thought about going out for football? I think you'd be great. Fact is, I never played football. Fact is, I never had anyone tell me I'd be great at something. So, with no experience at all, I signed up. And a week later, I padded up and was running drills on the field. I never was great, but playing high school sports was one of the greatest experiences of my life. I was accepted by my teammates, and I learned that when someone believes in you, 
you can believe in yourself. Encourage a student you know to take part in a high school sport. This message presented by the TSSAA and the Tennessee Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. This is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. T-Willie, and you're listening to 101.7 FM WKOM, Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back. You're listening to The Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast on 101.7 FM WKOM. We are brought to you by Caledonian Financial. Wow, what a fun time. I I mean, I just love coming to schools and hanging out with students. Um, And and I'm stuck in a central office most of the time, so I, I make it a point to come to schools as much as possible to hang out with students even in the fifth grade, that was what we're doing today. Yeah. We're at Mount Pleasant Middle School with Mr. Eric Harvey, the social studies teacher, talking about a program he put together, the Roaring Twenties Radio Show. Eric, how much fun is that to be in social studies? And, you know, you wouldn't think a social studies class would be the place where you'd be doing radio. You're exactly right. Uh, but, you know, one of the things that I've really pushed over the last 21 years of being in the county is to find unique experiences for the kids and really find something that's going to help them remember the content and in a, you know, that they'll never forget. And, you know, what's funny is even though over the last 21 years, I'll still have kids that come up and say, Hey, remember when we did this in your class, you know, and you know, that's I'm gotta at, I'm mean at, a lot to you. Yeah, it, it does. It does. Uh, like right now we've got these uh, civil war cannons that we're building, you know, uh, we've got, uh, I wonder what those were. Yeah. Those are, uh, potato cannons. Yeah. Uh, but they, we are designing them. Uh, you know, there's that steam thing again, you know, the yeah. engineering part, we are designing these to look like, uh, replica civil war cannons. They're miniature, uh, but they'll shoot a potato between 250 and 300 yards. Nice. So, you know, these kinds of things get kids in excited about learning. Anytime you can blow something up. Exactly. Kind of <laughs> careful, careful, careful. We've got fifth graders here. <laughs> Eric, we've had a, uh, four students on the show, and you brought me two more students for the yeah. end of the show. So would you care to introduce your your next students here? I have Daisy and Deontay. <laughs> Welcome, Daisy and Deontay. Daisy, I'm going to ask you a question real quick because Mike's over here. Coach Mike, we call him affectionately. He was a teacher at Murray County Public Schools. He's retired, and now he's a radio personality at WKOM and WKRM radio station. Did you help out with the running of the equipment for the Roaring Twenties radio show? Yes. How was that? Was it really cool? Do you have any questions for Mike, or would you like to tell me what exactly what you did? Yeah, I, um, you know how you hold the little thing on the ground for the people to talk? Yeah, the microphone? Okay. I did that. So we've got a Big. pedal. Uh-huh that allows the uh, control room, uh, it's called a talkback button. And so she's got a pedal on the ground that when she was getting ready to record, she would hold that pedal down and say, hey, y'all ready in there? And then the kids would have their headphones on, and they're going, yeah, yeah, we're ready. So that's what she's talking about. So you were large and in charge. Yeah. So you gave everybody the direction when you told them, okay, are you ready? 
go. And then yeah. they would go ahead and start do, um, taping their radio show. Yeah. Yeah. How many uh, How many microphones did you have to manage at one time? I think one. Only one. No. Okay. That's that. That can be a challenge. You know, right now they've got me managing five at the same time, and it's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, we've got five so headsets going live right or right now on his control panel. Yeah. So it's it it gets exciting. You think you, you could run the control panel like that? No. Yeah, I'm sure. You, I'm <laughs> sure you could. Okay, after a little let me, yes, let me rephrase could. that. You think you could learn to run a control panel like that? Yeah. Ah, yeah. that's better. I've seen I've seen your studio in there. If you can run that studio in there, you can run this one. <laughs> yeah, Mount Pleasant Middle School, the Visual and Performing Arts, has a amazing studio here. It's it's cutting edge for a, a middle school. Yeah, there are folks in Nashville that are jealous that we've got such a facility here. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. And we have actually been on in the studios here recording, and it was during the peak of COVID, so we actually took everybody and put them in separate rooms yeah so that was that was before my time yeah that was before you came on board mike um and it was interesting because we had all these people on the radio show i think there was four or five of us Mm -hmm. but you couldn't see each other yeah so i was in their own little booth yeah (laughs) and so i can see you guys and i can talk to you and so i can get a feel of what to talk and your reaction and stuff like that so it was a little bit different when you're on the radio it's like on location for everybody mm. and so but that studio is so nice well thank you um daisy i think you'd be really good at it i i see that sparkle in your eye you're looking at the equipment mike has sitting on the table here for the big yellow school bus and i know you could do that if you had the time to learn it so what did you actually uh, did you do anything on air for the radio show were you just the person in charge of telling uh, people ready to go no i talked about charles Lindbergh. And he was the first man to fly across the Atlantic Ocean. What did he fly in? Uh, uh, an airplane. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. You remember the name of the airplane? The uh, Spirit of... Uh, I can't remember. can't remember that. That's on the test, right? Later yeah. In, in yeah, the yeah. That, okay, before the, the school year ends? Mm-hmm. De, um, Deontay, I want to make sure you get a chance to get on the show. I don't have much time here. So what did you do, Deontay, for the show? And welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, what I did, I helped Daisy with Charles Lindbergh. Um, I did closing out to, I worked with Daisy. Well, I worked with Mr. Harvey operating the thing, stuff like that. Was it a lot of fun? Yes, sir. Was it your first time ever being on a radio show? Yes, sir. Now, this is your second time. Yes, sir. This is very cool. I heard you talking something about editing a little bit. That's that's a challenge, isn't it? Yeah. You're trying to get it to where it sounds like, right when you, so it doesn't sound so cut up when you, like, when you do that. like different things that you, like, have to do specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot to tying that all in um, to making it sound good on the radio. And Mike makes us sound really good. He he's a pro at this, and so thank you for thank you for. I appreciate the pat on the back, but I'm not anywhere near a pro. Uh, I don't know nothing about that equipment, so in my eyes, that's being a pro. Um, thank you, Daisy, and thank you, Deontay, for coming on the show. This is our short period, so I'm going to have to transition our show into something I call shout-outs. So I would like to do shout-outs from the people in the room here. I'm going to start with you, Mr. Eric Harvey. Do you have a shout-out on the Big Yellow School Bus? I've got two. First of all, I'd like to shout-out to my awesome fifth-grade students. Uh, They make getting up and coming to work every day a blast. 
I can imagine that. I've got, like I said, I got a grandson that's in fifth grade, and and he's amazing. So yeah, and you had a, a double shout out. Yeah, my second shout out is to Greg Combs at WXRQ because, you know, without him, we're not broadcasting live on the air. We are just making a podcast. Right. So you know, with his, with his help for free, he is uh, helping these kids become legendary. And it's WXRQ? WXRQ. Thank you, WXRQ. That's a great shout-out, too. Anytime we have community partners that step up and help in education and, and do things like that, it's it's a great thing to share. Great shout-outs. Coach, Thank you. Coach hey, I, Mike, do you have a shout-out? I, I want to I uh, shout-out to, to Mr. Harvey here. Uh, I wish I had a, a history teacher that, that thought outside the box like, like you did on this and, and – uh, you know, gave these kids hands-on experiences in a real-world situation and actually putting them out into the real world yeah. with this show and with their broadcasts. And, and again, to your to your buddy at the radio station, because, uh, you know, this is an experience that makes learning real. Yeah. And and, and it actually puts it into a, a into a context. And now, now I've got to use this stuff mm. and uh, in, in a situation where it's not just regurgitating it for a test. Yeah. And and so uh, hats off to you for thinking outside the box, outside the classroom box a little bit and, and getting these things uh, going and getting these kids exposed to a real world scenario on this. Well, it's finally happened to me. You stole my shout out. OK, it was a great <laughs> shout out. And I'm going to echo that because I have not only just been in Mr. Harvey's classroom today recording the Big Yellow School Bus, but I've been in Mount Pleasant and I've witnessed Mr. Harvey and all he does and all he does for the community, and all the extracurricular things he does. So thank you, Mr. Harvey. Thank you, Mount Pleasant Middle School. Thank you, Murray County Public Schools. Thank you to Deontay and Dacey. That's it for this edition of the Big Yellow School Bus. We want to thank you for joining us. You can catch us at 4 p.m. on 101.7 FM on Mondays and podcast at frontporchradiotn.com. Thanks for joining. Thank you for tuning in to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. Hop on the Big Yellow School Bus every Monday from 4 to 5 p.m. right here on WKOM 101.7 FM. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Wow, Linda, everything in your backyard looks so green and beautiful. What's
What's the one over there? That's a flowering dogwood. And what about that one? That's a star magnolia. Ooh, and how about those over there? Oh, 